Hello and welcome to our podcast, On Your Marks. My name is Peter and I am the leader of St Mark's Church in Jersey, a growing, friendly Anglican church in the centre of St Helier. We want to take the Bible apart and see what's really in there, going beyond the face value to dig a little deeper into certain topics. We will bring you fresh content every week and hope you get a lot out of listening. So, if you're ready, let's go. Hi, Ray. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, nice to see you and welcome to everyone listening. Um, we're doing a slightly different episode today. Um, this isn't really a Ray's take um, and it's not an influential people. Um, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but today Ray and I are sitting in a study as usual, um, surrounded by books, and it is Ash Wednesday. And I'm wondering, for all those listening, what that means to you. For some people, you might respond and think, yep, I know exactly what that is and it's, it's meaning. But I'm aware that for others, um, and I've definitely been in that place in the past, you know, early on as a, a Christian, I thought, what on earth is Ash Wednesday? So what I was hoping to do is to, to discuss different verses and to talk about Ash Wednesday, what it is, what is the next season of the church for the next bit of time and try and demystify some stuff mm. um yeah it's good happy with that ray yeah very so um well i mean yesterday was shrove tuesday yes and today is, is ash wednesday what are, what are these things it, uh, i mean i think shrove tuesday is a um a practical and ordinary occasion in a way it, the business of having pancakes and so on, it originates from getting rid of yeast from the household. Gosh, finishing it all up. Well, I didn't know it was about yeast. There we go, fantastic. Because your bread during um, the Lenten season is yeast-free. And um, that's... So inevitably, ceremonial builds up around practices that become embedded in the life of the church and others i mean why why would bread be why is bread bread um yeast free it's it's to do with passover um, approaching and all that sort of stuff so this is moses egypt they're getting oh, ready yeah, to Daniel. they're getting ready to leave and they have to make bread quickly Correct. And so they make it without yeast. Yep. And so then it becomes a symbolic thing to yep. remember. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, was this was this this wasn't done by the by Jewish people um, for forty days, forty nights? Clearly, Lent is a Christian thing. Yes. Um, there there were practices put in place by the children of Israel at the point of the Exodus when they left their captivity um, and the Passover was a, this most significant part of it mm. um, and the elements of practice that were built around Passover became deeply embedded in Jewish society and Jewish practices. Um, along comes the Church of God in the New Testament and practices started to be replaced mm. um, with a 
Christ-centred perspective rather than the uh, Old Testament perspective. But holding on to some of those tr- traditions or things... Yeah, I mean, it, yes, it, it, it certainly does. And there's, it seems to me that the traditions that you retain are nonetheless helpful, important, and a reminder of what God has done. What we want to emphasise is that what God has done in Christ Mm. is the height of it. It's the height of salvation and the rest of it. Um, So we we have to tread wisely and with care Mm. um, when we handle these things. Mm. Um, Not to get so bogged down in them that it somehow limits us. Yeah, and I think that's the, that is the risk. Some people may feel overwhelmed and bogged down. Yeah. Um, and so it, it would be really good to to clarify the purposes of some of these things. Yeah. So that, you know, it can help people. Yeah. Anyway, I, 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 I had pancakes t- last night, did you? Sorry? I had pancakes last night. I didn't, actually. <laughs> I had some lovely ones that have been... Leftover at St Mark's Church. Oh yeah, Sunday. Yeah, we we grabbed hold of on Sunday when we were oh, there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, but, but so my understanding about Shrove Tuesday is to use up some of the rich stuff like eggs and milk before yeah. the season of fasting. Yes. Okay. And then that changes the substance of that season. Yes. And um, how I think. One thing I would always want to remind people, there is also an emotional content. Um, and if you've ne- ever ever been to a, a, sabbat, a, a supper on a Friday night at Passover with a Jewish family, which I have, wow, um, it's incredibly moving, very symbolic. Yeah. And still is applicable for them today yeah now how long ago was this Ray and was this the time where you got mistaken for a rabbi no no, I don't think so that that was um, that was that was on holiday similar season (laughs) uh, no that was in Manchester with my eye surgeon who I used to stay with when I went for for treatment wow Um, and lovely Jewish family that's the family I took with me to see see the film The Hiding Place with Corrie ten Boom's mm. life in view. Um, yeah, it was it was a special occasion. Symbolic things can be can really good. Be very good indeed. Um, you know, we we somehow managed to denude some of the good symbolic things of meaning um, but if we obstinately retain the core meaning then they have a value because they remind us of the roots can i speak about ash for a moment yeah so you know it's ash wednesday and i've got a, a verse here in in hebrews so it's hebrews chapter nine um mm-hmm. and i'll start at verse 13 and obviously this first bit for those listening I think is a reference back to Numbers right at the beginning uh, well not at the beginning the third book of the Old Testament 
So Hebrews 9 verse 13 says, For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? So, I mean, Ash Wednesday today, there is a tradition to um, use um, the palm crosses from last year to burn, to then have ash put across our foreheads. Why do we retain that tradition? What's the point of it? There is taking place in the New Testament, in Hebrews, um, as you say, a transition, um, a reminder of the spiritual, which is eternal, and the temporal, which is foundational. Remember, it is foundational because it sets the teaching, if you like. Um, And those two complete one another. So you have the pictorial view presented by the ashes um, in place throughout the Old Testament period and then fulfilled in the New Testament season um, by the blood of Christ. Do you know, I don't think I've ever heard that expressed and I feel like that's, that's really helpful. The temporal is the foundation and the spiritual is eternal. Yeah. Now, you're not just talking about ash here. No. We're talking no, no. about the whole, sacraments as a whole. Thing. And not that you limit the Old Testament to temporal. Um, but it has its completion in the new. Yeah. Um, Gosh, that's, that, uh, it's, that's kind of blown my mind a bit. That's such a good way of thinking about it. Good. About all... Um, sacraments really yeah wow yeah and, and I mean the description of a sacrament an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace so that Christ provides the inward and spiritual grace can, can you say that again I'm going to write I'm gonna just, a sacrament yeah. is an outward and visible sign yeah we see of an inward and spiritual grace. So many of these Old Testament practices um, have the substance of a sacrament with them. Yeah. They're, they're outward, they're visible, they're signs, they point to something, they're significant, they're therefore important, they're important in our experience and in our understanding. Um, but they are that... They are the outward visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. So that Christ died on the cross in history, uh, at a point in history, in the past, but it's done once for all. It's eternal in its ramifications and in its results. And that's the as I say, that is the open-ended one. So what's ash then? Cause it, it, it talks about the heifer and stuff for purification of the flesh. So yeah. that's the Old Testament. Yes. So, you know, so why we do these things. So ash is the potentially a temporal 
It's a foundational thing. It's to remind us of a purification. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, which is fine. And it's, I mean, it's only ever done once a year. If it's done at all, it'll be done on Ash Wednesday. Yep. If I'm, you correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. And so, is it to remind us, therefore, of what it says in Hebrews, of how much more God, through Christ, can, you know, yep. purify our conscience? Yes. As it says here. Because it says, there you have it. How much more Christ, that is the lasting, spiritual, real, ultimate demonstration of the love and effectiveness of the work of Christ. Yeah. And um, that's why it's so important, yeah. So the purpose of Ash Wednesday is pu- to, you know, it's a, there's a purification symbolism in, mm. the, you know, the temporal stuff. At the start of the Lenten season... Yeah, to it, re- yeah. But it, it, it nonetheless gives you a, a dramatic illustration. And those are important. What you see is... Uh, I, I'm struggling at the moment. I'll be very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, that I yesterday went to see the ophthalmic th- surgeon um, talking about possible cataract operations and neither of us are sure whether it's wise for me take that risk um so that i what i see i value more and more Mm. um and therefore the physical is always important yeah um take a communion service i was always taught to at the point where the minister takes the, the bread to break it i look up and I see the bread broken. A lot of people sort of bury their heads in their hands for some extraordinary reason mm. and don't see. But as, a, as a congregation member, look up and see the bread broken? Or rather, you as the, you as the no, priest? As, as a congregation member. Right, yeah. Because that's... There is the physical. Yeah. Then I can visualise... The spiritual, the application of that, and I get the whole picture. If I hide myself from the physical, I hide myself from part part of it. Gosh, that's so good. That's so. It's so important. So important. And um, I think possibly we're a bit frightened of the physical. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I I uh, find this true in various situations in the life in my christian pilgrimage um i was always taught as a five-year-old to honor the trinity namely when the trinity is referred to you bow you mark it you take note of things like that just as the body broken and the cup lifted up I make sure I see I'm being offered the blood of Christ that's the illustration and the illustration isn't complete in itself but it symbolises that completion if 
if one has a holistic view, but the, it, there are some shortfalls, right? Some yeah. shortcomings with people can do these things and oh, they become a yeah, they can become concept. purely habit. Yeah. Um, so it's quite they, they don't need to. They don't need to become habit. No. Um, but they can be valid and valuable practices. So I'm never down on repetitive behaviour in that sort of way. Mm. Um, it can have a value and remind us of the realities and the eternal so that the physical advertises and emphasises the eternal. Mm. And it's so important yeah. that... Even when, as frail human beings, the physical becomes less and less controlled, more and more tenuous, we hold on to such practices because they emphasise for us the deep and spiritual realities. And that's what I want to hold on to. Mm. Yeah, I see that. Absolutely. Um, and my worry is it becomes a habit. Yeah. And then I, you know, you do it without thinking. We want to do it whilst thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but even so, um, first of all, make sure it doesn't become a habit. Yeah. First one. Secondly, it's not a bad habit. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... Yeah. I wouldn't get too worked up about that. No, 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 that's, that's a good point. And you're more, <laughs> you're more likely to get it when you are following that procedure. Yeah, it's true. Than if you don't. It's true. It's like I can say the Lord's Prayer without thinking of it. Yeah. And then I haven't actually pondered yeah. the words in that, you know, but at all. And then suddenly it will impact on you significantly. Yeah, out, yeah. Out of the blue. Yeah. Um, and we need to retain the opportunity for God to input into us with, you mentioned the Lord's Prayer, with the Lord's Prayer. You know, I might a hundred times say it semi-automatically, but then suddenly it'll strike me deeply. That's worth it for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, Ray. It's not a bad habit. Ah. Try not to make them habits, but, but actually... They, it's not a bad one. It's not a bad one to have. Coming back then to, we, we spoke about Shrove Tuesday. What, what's that, what is Ash Wednesday then? And Ash Wednesday is the beginning of Lent, um, where um, different people have different approaches to its use. Um, some think of it as a season of preparation for Passion Tide. Passion Tide is that particularly the final week of Holy Week. Um, others have a less rigid approach um, perhaps others don't notice a difference I mm -hmm. don't know um, but you again you utilise behaviour to make sure you keep within certain confines of your your own plan of action as it were for and yeah. one such behaviour could be fasting. Yes. That's probably culturally the most 
known thing about Lent. People say, I'm giving up chocolate, I'm giving up this, and, yeah. and, and often don't give a second thought. It's maybe just an opportunity to take a little diet <laughs> you know, until Easter, and then they scoff chocolate on Easter. Yeah. But, uh, but actually, it's a practice, uh, and you're saying a preparation of commu- communicating with God, preparation for what God yes. might do. Yeah, I mean, it's what you put in or in, give yourself a, a opportunity for prayer. Um, so that you um, certainly perhaps identify some additional prayer opportunities, perhaps daily during Lent, um, so that it becomes a focused time. Mm. Um, maybe a particular type of prayer, contemplative prayer, is um, one approach. Um, and various emphases in terms of prayer um there's obviously a link as well to you know jesus um being tempted in the desert him yes. fasting in the desert and so by us partaking in a fast us being strengthened or prepared for a for ministry because this is jesus's first thing he did before yep ministry so there's a link there as well I think there is. Um, again, we're following his example, so it must be a good example. Yeah. Um, it was important in terms of preparing for his ministry, as you say, and it was clearly a, not something that was necessarily easy to do. Yeah. Um, that's something that many of us run away from because it's hard work. Yeah. Um, it's true. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting that it was at the end, I, I think I'm right in saying, that the devil came to him and tempted him. It was at the end of the time. Awesome. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, here's, here's one for you, Ray. I, I, this has just come to mind. For most of my life, I thought that Lent was 40 days long. It's actually 47. Yeah. And and some people discount Sundays, so yes. I've heard of people. Oh yeah, well that's your celebration. Yeah, so, so if you give up chocolate long. for Lent, you you eat, still yeah, eat chocolate stuff on Sundays. Yourself on Sundays. <laughs> Have your week's consumption. What, what do you think about that? Oh, I think a bit of nonsense. <laughs> so why is it? I I can't believe. I only found out a couple of years ago. I did the maths. What? Why is it for? But it, it's forty-seven because we don't want. The Sundays to be a gloomy day. Correct. Okay. I do. I, I can see the point. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. Sunday is a celebration. Yeah. Anyway. So for uh, those people listening who think Lent is 40 days, it's not at all. Yeah. 47. <laughs> well, if, you, if, you, if you're having Sundays off, it's 40. If you're having Sundays off, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, and maybe someone's listening who thinks, oh, I was considering fasting from something now i know i can you know don't have to do it on sundays i can yes but um sunday is a day for god essentially yeah um a day of celebration yes um but therefore to function wisely um and to celebrate appropriately <laughs> the presence power and person of god yeah yeah, yeah. Gosh, do you know we have covered so, um, 
a vast amount of ground, you know, thinking we were going to start talking about Lent, we've actually talked about sacraments, haven't we, as well, yeah. and um, there's, a, there's a couple of things there, Ray, which you've really, um, really impacted me, which I just want to repeat here now, so um, talking about the things which are temporal are foundational, and a lot of the temporal things are traditions, <laughs> things that have come up through the Judeo-Christian worldview from the, the Old Testament, and the spiritual are eternal. So the temporal are foundational and the spiritual are eternal. And then it's that, that definition of a sacrament, um, an outward and visual sign of an inward and spiritual grace. Yeah. They're, they're great. I've never heard those no. before. No. I heard outward sign of an inward change, but I, I think that's no. inadequate. No, it's not. That's, that is inadequate. It's inadequate, yeah. isn't it? Um Ray, I've got, you know, yep. I, I, that's yep. my, I mean, have you got any, you know, anything else, uh, you know, on this Ash Wednesday as a final thought or are we? No, no, I am fine, fine with me. Brilliant. I shall go and get stuck into my lunch. <laughs> well, um, thank you for your time this morning and um, yeah, see you next time. Indeed. We do hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends on social media. And please do get in touch with any suggestions or comments you may have. Thanks for listening and see you next time.